Well, folks, with the Whitfield Report in its fifth season and me starting my 14th year of podcasting in 2021, I figured now would be as good time as any to start a Patreon page for the podcast. And I know everyone these days has a Patreon page who is a podcaster, but let me tell you what you're going to get if you decide to join the Whitfield Report Patreon. At the one level, at the one dollar level, you'll simply be uh, contributing. That'll simply be a way of saying thank you, uh, and I appreciate it, but that's that. However, at the three dollar level on up, you're going to be getting access to an exclusive uh, podcast that I'm hoping to do weekly called the Savage Express Podcast. And on that podcast, exclusive to Patreon subscribers and supporters, I'll be covering music and movies and pop culture and personal anecdotes in ways that uh, I can't cover on uh, YouTube or traditional podcast platforms. I'm hoping to do this every week. I might not, but it'll certainly be a longer-form podcast uh, for those types of topics, if you're interested in that sort of thing. And uh, I also might be re-releasing some uh, episodes of the Whitfield Analysis, my old podcast, re-releasing the back catalog, as it were, uh, digging out some of the old video clips that I've had an archive for years and posting all of that exclusively to the Patreon site for you guys. It's going to be a good time and uh, there are a couple of different tiers you can join in at. Uh, I understand if you can't join the Patreon, but if you're, if you're able to uh, financially support the show and you want to help out, joining the Patreon would be the best way to do that. So I encourage you to go to patreon.com forward slash Whitfield Report and sign up on one of the tiers today. And uh, again, folks, I want to thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And hopefully uh, I can look forward to your financial contribution, which I deeply appreciate as well. God bless, folks, and uh, God read amongst see in that order. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Whitfield Report Thursday edition. This is a uh, pre-recorded show I'm doing here, and uh, I'm going to make this one real quick tonight um, for the Thursday show. Um, not really much else I wanted to cover other than um, the title of this video. Uh, so let's just get down to it, uh, shall we? First off, uh, contact info as usual. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, uh, at least right now, at SamW underscore NDC, hashtag Whitfield Report. You can follow me on Gab and Minds at Sam Whitfield. 
uh, facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report, thesamwhitfield.com, and as always, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcast from, uh, patreon.com forward slash Whitfield Report if you would like to contribute monthly uh, to the podcast and all of the other uh, links to support me will be down below in the description on YouTube and also on Odyssey as well. If you're watching over there, welcome. All right, folks. So um, I know this is a bit late today. I know I'm posting this podcast late, and uh, but I haven't had a chance to get to all this until today. So... The news of the day is Gina Carano, the one of the stars of The Mandalorian, uh, is no longer a star on The Mandalorian because she has been fired over uh, quote-unquote controversial uh, tweets. Now, I had a uh, sneaking suspicion that this might happen, I even said a, a while ago, I think it was either on the Whitfield Report or on Versa Media, uh, maybe we were talking about the uh, the first time that the SJW mob came after, uh, you know, Gina Carano. Uh, Disney actually kind of held their ground and had a backbone then and, uh, you know, said we're not getting rid of uh, Gina. She's a valued member of the cast. And the fans like her. That was also right around the time when uh, Disney brought back Luke Skywalker on The Mandalorian and received, uh, you know, heaps of praise from the, uh, you know, from the hardcore Star Wars fan community and uh, people like myself. So they were doing things right just a few, uh, you know, just a few months ago. But now the uh, the outrage mob has come for Gina again, and this has been ramping up for a few weeks now. But it appears that Disney has finally succumbed uh, to the outrage mob. So let's hop over to uh, Twitter here real quick, and let's see. So I just want to read one of the headlines um, here from Twitter. So uh, let's see. Okay, so over here you can see from the Star Tribune, uh, Lucasfilm sa- says Gina Carano is no longer part of the Mandalorian cast after many online called for her firing over a social media post that likened the experience Jews the experience of Jews during the Holocaust to the US political climate. Now on the service, if you didn't you know, if you actually didn't read the tweets or any of the context, well then that might be, you know, pretty bad sounding. Are US citizens being rounded up? Not yet, but let's actually take a look and see what this uh you know, controversial tweet that Gina Carano made. Uh, let's see what was so bad about it that she needed to be fired. The New York Post 
over here has the actual uh, tweets. So let's go and look at that. And for those of you listening on audio, let me read. So uh, she added to her uh, Instagram story or one of those, uh, you know, fleet things, whatever Twitter is calling that now. Uh, she added this and it was a, it's a caption. Okay. Uh, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Uh, sad emoji. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them for simply being Jews. How is this any different from hating someone for their political views? Okay, that was it. That was the tweet that supposedly got Gina Carano fired. Now, I ask you, was Gina Carano uh, calling for, uh, you know, the mass genocide or persecution of, of, you know, anyone? Was she being edgy? No, not really. So... You know, what what did she get in trouble for exactly? Uh, from what I understand, from my interpretation, she got in trouble for merely making an observation about a historical event that did happen and saying, geez, you know, right now things are crazy in the U.S., and, you know, drawing parallels. And people draw parallels between historical events and, you know, current events all the time. And this is particularly, a, it, it is kind of in a weird way amusing to me. It's kind of ironic that she's getting, uh, you know, slammed for making a, uh, you know, a, a Jewish persecution comparison. It's... It's kind of ironic that she's getting fired for that when, you know, for the last, uh, you know, four years under Trump, what were we always hearing? Oh, my God, it's like, you know, Germany in, in the 40s and Trump is literally Hitler and Rush Limbaugh's Joseph Goebbels and, uh, you know, so they were making Hitler comparisons all the time, right? And now that she, you know, merely makes a historical comparison uh, between the treatment of the Jews and, uh, you know, conservatives, I guess, now she is being ousted. The other interesting thing uh, about that is, is uh, in firing her, Right, Disney kind of proved her point in a weird way, I guess. Uh, you know, we'll show Gina Carano that she's wrong for, uh, you know, posting controversial tweets. She's wrong. 
So we're going to fire her and prove her right. And that's what happened. So anyway, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, there are a lot of people saying that they're canceling their Disney Plus subscriptions. And here's my take on that, right? I'm not going to tell my audience to uh, boycott Disney Plus. But I will say that I'm going to be, uh, you know, I'm not renewing my subscription. Uh, and, you know, if you want my opinion, if you're paying monthly for it, uh, I, I'd cancel it. Um, if it were me. So here's the deal. I have, I pay annually for my Disney Plus subscription, uh, yearly. I like to actually pay for as many of, uh, you know, those services yearly as much as I can, uh, you know, instead of paying monthly. Uh, I do the same for, like, some softwares, too, uh, just because I find that, like, you know, paying once a year, uh, not only does it save you money, but, you know, it's a lot easier than, like, having to keep track of, okay, you know, when am I paying for this, that, and the other thing, right? So I like to do things annually, um, and I was going to, uh, cancel my Disney Plus subscription just because I really haven't used it that much, but then, um, you know, November rolled around and the Mandalorian came back on and, you know, it had renewed. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, I'll stick around for the Mandalorian. Uh, really good season of the Mandalorian. Um, and then I am enjoying WandaVision. But, you know, now I basically went in today and I, uh, I went in and canceled my subscription so I still have access to it until, like, uh, late November. So basically until the end of the year. And, uh, you know, I'm going to finish WandaVision. I'm going to uh, finish... I'm probably going to watch uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier just to see how that is. Uh, but, I, you know, going forward, I'm not buying any, uh, you know, books. I'm really not... Uh, going to be buying any video games anymore from, uh, you know, Disney slash Lucas, which kind of bumps me out because, uh, they are, I guess, you know, working on Knights of the Old Republic 3, although, uh, you know, and that's one of my favorite, uh, game franchises, the Knights of the Old Republic series, but also, uh, knowing how Disney has treated Star Wars in general, they will probably, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it, but they'll probably SJW ties um, Knights of the Old Republic as well. And, uh, you know, so I'm just really bummed out to, uh, you know, hear that. I mean, I'm, I'm more sad than I am uh, upset with uh, 
I'm more sad than I'm angry because, uh, you know, Disney was doing things right just a, a few months ago with bringing back Luke Skywalker, uh, you know, in the way they did in The Mandalorian. Uh, you know, with season two of The Mandalorian, they, they gave the fans what they wanted and, uh, you know, that was good for a while, but then... They, uh, they made some goodwill with the fans, and then they just decided to, uh, well, the fans are happy now, so we'll just continue to shove uh, SJW crap down people's throats with the High Republic. Um, and all of that I could have lived with, had it not been for them firing Gina, who, once again, only made a historical comparison uh, here. And if people are getting fired for that, folks, then we're all we're all in trouble. We're all, yeah, we're all in trouble if that if that's the case. And look, you know, I I I get it. Not everyone is a fan of Gina Carano. Not everyone agrees with uh, her political opinions. Not everyone is a fan of the uh, you know the cartoon character. I get it. I did like her character uh, more so than I liked uh, Ray. I, I didn't mind Ray as much as uh, some other people do. I like Daisy Ridley, but uh, I I do think that Gina Carano and uh, Cardoon she was a very interesting character and uh, actually brought, you know, she was kind of like a a feminist, uh, you know, character, but not in the extreme SJW sense either. She was very strong-willed, very independent, uh, you know, badass, but, you know, also very feminine as well, and men liked her. And that is the other thing that is, uh, you know, driving the fans crazy. There seems to be this whole misconception, right, that the fans, that the fanboys in particular, like myself, uh, that we don't like strong, you know, female characters. That we just, you know, ogle them and uh, that's it, but we don't actually care about them as characters. And that couldn't be farther from, from the truth. One of the things that, you know, makes, uh, you know, Princess Leia and Padme, you know, so attractive to, um, you know, men including myself and, you know, as teenage boys is the fact that she's, that they were, you know, strong women, right? They, they were empowered female characters. And there's something... There is something sexy about that. But they didn't build those characters into strong female, you know, leads at the expense of, you know, the male counterparts. They never made Luke Skywalker Han Solo look incompetent in the original uh, trilogy. They never made uh, Anakin Skywalker you know, or Obi-Wan Kenobi look incompetent next to, uh, 
you know, Padme in the uh, prequel trilogy. Even. But, you know, now we're living in toxic masculinity and, you know, so uh, Kylo Ren was more or less a wimp and, uh, you know, Rey can do anything and, you know, she even fixes the Millennium Falcon better than Han Solo, who was the owner of the Falcon, better than he even could because she's just so amazing. And then when asked, you know, when people started to complain about, you know, her being a married Sue, uh, you know, Lucas basically answered that, Lucasfilm did, by saying, oh, well, she's a, uh, she's a, uh, a Palpatine, basically. Yeah, that's it. She's a Palpatine. And that was the answer that we got, you know, at in the uh in the rise of Skywalker, so to speak. Spoiler for those of you who I uh, haven't seen that by the way. Um but anyway, so yeah, man, that's what's going on with uh Gina Carano. I just think it's uh like I said, I'm just more disappointed as a fan of Star Wars. Um, I will continue to love Star Wars as far as the, uh, you know, the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy goes and the old expanded universe, um, you know, and I guess the first two seasons of The Mandalorian, but, uh, you know, unfortunately I think this, uh, this has really killed my interest in, uh, you know, future Star Wars uh, projects as far as I'm concerned and uh, you know Marvel's not looking too good either so yeah it's just disappointing but anyway folks um, I wish Miss Carano the best of luck in uh, you know her career I hope she uh, you know can get back on her feet and she has plenty of fans out there um Lots of whom, believe it or not, are are women. Uh, you know, by the way, ranging from uh, you know teenagers uh, all the way to moms and grandmothers. So she has a large fan base, and uh, we're all supporting her, and we're excited to see what she does next. And that'll do it for this. Uh, edition of the Whitfield Report here on Thursday, like I said, quicker podcast than usual, but I just wanted to uh, throw together a quick episode for you guys. Um, anyway, uh, if you like this video, please write and, uh, you know, subscribe, comment, all of that. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and uh, wherever else you get, get your podcasts and please leave me a review. That really helps out. And, uh, folks, we'll be back, uh, this week on the live stream, Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, with, uh, Apex Gamma, and, uh, we'll be talking the latest stuff from the Biden administration, so stay tuned for that, and, uh, I'll see you Saturday night, folks. From all of us here at NGC Studios, uh, God bless, God save this great nation, God, freedom, I see in that order, and I will see you on the next podcast.